Uh, good evening. In uh, our parsha, Parsha Kedoshim, right at the beginning of Shlishi, the third Aliyah, the Torah tells us, And when you go into the land of Israel, and you plant uh, fruit trees, uh, you should treat the fruits as though they are orla, which for now we'll say it means that they're forbidden. So for three years, they're off limits. You may not enjoy any of the fruits from the trees that you plant for the first three years. In the fourth year, the fruits are considered holy and they, are, they have to be eaten in a certain way. Basically, you have to bring them to the city of Yerushalayim. You can consume them there, but if you want to eat them at home, too bad. Not allowed to do that. It's only, the Torah tells us, it's only in the fifth year that you're now allowed to eat from the fruits wherever you would like. Hashem says, if you do this, so then he will add surplus, he'll add uh, much to our crop. So this is the prohibition of Orla, three years, not allowed to enjoy the fruits. Fourth year, I can take them to Yerushalayim, consume them there. And then the fifth year, I can treat them like any other fruits and I can eat them as I please. The Orachayim HaKadosh, on this pasuk, the very first pasuk, says that you think that there is... Uh, one mitzvah in this first pasuk, right? When you enter the land of Israel, you plant fruit-bearing trees, leave them as off-limits for three years. He says, you think that that's one mitzvah. He says, there's actually three mitzvot that are built into this pasuk. What are the three mitzvot? So he says, v'chitavah well aretz. Number one, it's a mitzvah to enter the land of Israel. How do we know this? This is a little bit controversial. Is it a formal mitzvah? Is it not a formal mitzvah? Everyone agrees it's the right thing to do. Whether it's on the list of 613, topic for a different discussion, but he says it is a mitzvah. He brings proof from a Mishnah Masechik Tubot Dav Kuf Yud or so, where it tells us that a husband is allowed to force his wife to move to the land of Israel. He could say, we are leaving Bavel, we're leaving Beechwood, we're leaving wherever to move to Israel. And if she's uninterested, so he could divorce her without paying her the her Ketubah. Right, so that's a big deal. So he could force her, she could force him, and the opposite doesn't work. He cannot force her to leave, she cannot force him to leave the land of Israel. So it must be that it's a mitzvah. Why else would I be able to have that kind of power? She says, oh, mitzvah. Okay, that's one way of looking at it. One way of looking at it. So number one, mitzvah to enter the land of Israel. Mitzvah number two, untatem kol eitz. You got to plant trees. You got to build up the land. You have to settle the land of Israel. It's not enough just to be there, but you got to build it up. And then... Number three, the one that we would have guessed is the only mitzvah here, you have to refrain from those fruits for three years. That's what he says. Three mitzvah built into the first pasuk. Then we have on top of that in the fourth year, you got to take to your shrine. But he says within this first pasuk, three mitzvot, entering the land of Israel, settling the land of Israel, and then refraining from the fruits. So the Rechaim says, why is it that we have three, three mitzvot mashed into one pasuk? What's the relationship between all these mitzvot? So he suggests, well, when I enter the land of Israel, what should my kavanah be? Why am I excited to enter the land of Israel? So maybe you'll tell me you're excited because you're a slave nation. You have not owned land for hundreds of years. You're excited to go and have land, to own land and to have uh, homes there and to plant trees and to have produce and to support yourself and your family. You're excited for the physical, the material things that the land can provide for you, things which you did not have in the past. Maybe that's what you should be excited about. Says the Rachaim HaKadosh, that's ridiculous. You shouldn't be excited by that. You shouldn't be excited by that. Why is it that we're happy that we're entering the land of Israel? We should be happy because it is 
the Holy Land. It's the land that Hashem chose to give us. It's the land that He sees as being a place where we can continue to develop our relationship. It's a land that has higher level of sanctity, which reflects itself in mitzvot hatzliyopa, specific mitzvot, which only apply in the land of Israel. So he says, really, my focus should not be on what the land can provide for me physically in material sense. No, my focus should be on the fact, wow, I could further develop my relationship with Hashem. It's a place of great sanctity. So it says the Orachai Makadosh, good. So if that's really supposed to be my kavanah, that it's a new, great, wonderful, holy place. So I'll tell you what, let's go into the land of Israel. And then we'll just breathe in the holy air. And by osmosis, we'll develop and nurture and it'll be great. And how are we going to eat? No, don't worry about that because we're taking in all the holiness, right? It's the holy land. Because maybe you would think if my focus is only supposed to be on the, the, that which is uh, more sanctified, that which is more holy, so I'll go in there and I'll do absolutely nothing. I won't build up the land. I won't settle the land. We'll just be there. We'll exist in the state of Kedusha, argues the Rechaim. No, you have to have both. You have to have both. You have to be, uh, you know, cultivating the land, developing the land, nurturing, settling, building up the land. And at the same time, my focus has to be on the fact that I could grow and develop a relationship with Hashem further. I could engage in additional mitzvot. So ask the Orachim HaKadosh, how, how can I do both of these simultaneously? Right? If I'm focused on building up the land, I've got to be focused. That's like a pretty significant job, right? And if I'm focused on only taking in the Kedushah, that's a pretty significant job. How is it that I'm able supposed to do both? So it comes along the Orachim and says, that's mitzvah number three. He says, I'll tell you what, go ahead, work the land when you get there, plant some trees, but don't enjoy the fruits just yet. Start to build up the land, but then take a break from that building up, from that settling, and say, okay, what's my real focus supposed to be? Ah, yes, the Kedushah. So the first three years, I'm only going to focus on the Kedushah. I go in, I plant, then I focus on my Kedushah. Year four, we say, all right, well, maybe you're ready now. Take them to Yerushalayim. So again, we're going to elevate the physical a little bit with the spiritual. And then, then, then finally, we can go back to the physical as the way it's supposed to be. The Rechaim argues that that's the whole mitzvah of Orla. It's supposed to remind us that we, when we enter the land of Israel, we need to have both of these aspects. We need to, number one, build up the land and settle the land and create the startup nation and do as much as we've done over 71 years. But at the same time, what's the real goal? What's the real emphasis? The fact that it is a place that is holy. It's a place that's sanctified. It's the place that... That Hashem is constantly looking at the land of Israel in specific. And how is it I'm supposed to do both? It's not so easy. So we have a mitzvah like Orla that tells you, you got to strike that balance somehow. You got to find that proper balance. And it's not always so easy and we don't always get it right. There probably, if you were to ask me how to run the country, I'd say maybe I do this a little bit differently than that. I'm not even allowed to vote there, so it's irrelevant what my opinion is. But let's say the people who live there, right? So they would say, maybe we should do it differently. If you look in the Shulchan Aruch, maybe it would say we should do things a little bit differently. We, it's always struggling to find that proper balance. But the goal is to have both. It's not enough to just be there and exist and just take in the Kedusha. That's, that's good, and that may be the ideal, but we also have to be engaged in building up the land of Israel, settling the land of Israel, making it a bigger and better place. So again, this is always the challenge. We just, as if, Finished Yom Atzmod. I always tell us, right, now, nowadays we never celebrate Yom Atzmod on Yom Atzmod, right? Really, Hey Er is now. It starts tonight. Hey Er is a date of great significance. We've talked about this in the past, right, to the Kol HaTor. He talks about Hey Er and Vav Er in specific, very, very special days. And he's writing hundreds of years before the establishment of the State of Israel, right? He's talking about specifically Yisod Shabbat Ferret and Malchut Shabbat Ferret. These two days are very, very significant. So we didn't finish a Yom Atzmod, but let's say we finished the Yom Atzmod, right? We celebrated the fact that we were given this most amazing gift of Medinat Yisrael. We thanked Hashem for this most amazing gift of Medinat Yisrael. But now we have to remember that there is a challenge. There's a mission here. What are we doing with this gift? The Orach Haim tells us from our Parsha, from Parsha Kedoshim, there's two things we need to do. We need to work the land. We need to settle the land. We need to build up the land. 
But we also need to make sure that we recognize that the real greatness of Medina Israel is the fact that it's a place where I could do more mitzvot, where I could be in an environment which is much more kadosh, where I could further develop my relationship with Hashem. That's the goal. How to strike that proper balance? I can't tell you how. I can't even vote to decide how. But we know that that is our challenge. So we did the thank yous. Thank you very much, Hashem. We said our halal. We davened. It was great and it was wonderful. Now we have to go back to the drawing board and make sure that we strike this proper balance. Rabbi Hanan, Minakash, Omer, Atzakarish, Baruch,